Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of From Where You Are podcast featuring your host Melissa Fitzgerald. So I want to make just a couple of announcements before we get started. As I've spoken about a few podcast episodes ago, I opened up about me struggling to figure out a direction for my Instagram account. I started my Instagram at the authentic at the authentic dot one actually on November first of last year. Crazy how I remember the date, but also it was the first of the month, so I feel like it's just easy to remember. Um, but anyway, I started that account because I knew that I wanted to get my message out there. I wanted to build a community of high vibe people, of people that were genuinely invested in their own personal and spiritual growth, people who are fascinated and regularly practice manifestation, law of attraction. Um, I really do connect with very, very spiritual people, people who are into the chakra healing and emotional freedom technique, um, and really just drawing a blank. Um, I really connect with people who use crystals and are tarot readers and astrologers and all these things that I really don't talk about a lot in my personal life, but... I really started my Instagram mainly because I believe the most important thing that you can have in your life is authenticity, hence my Instagram name. And I wanted to show people that if you can just stand in your truth, no matter what that looks like, even if that's not appeasing to society, even if it requires you to break down some walls and push through limiting beliefs or even if it's not so cookie cutter picture perfect you could just stand in your truth and become unshakable in that you literally have everything there's nothing else that you need in life aside from a higher power but that's a different topic for a different day um but Recently, I've just been feeling very lost with my Instagram and not very motivated to continue to show up consistently. And so something that I am doing with my Instagram in the upcoming weeks is I want to start doing collaborative work, getting people on my Instagram lives. One day, I want to actually have guests on my podcast. This is something that I initially thought about, but because I currently really don't have my own space, therefore I don't have equipment like a lot of people do for their podcasts, it would be very difficult for me to have a guest on my podcast. But as soon as I have my own space, that is something that I really want to do. But I figured the next best option would be to get people on my Instagram lives. And so in upcoming weeks, I'm going to be bringing some people on. Um, and I, I, I really hope that this not only serves you, but also lights a fire back inside of me. This is something that I'm actually excited about. And I haven't really been excited for my Instagram in a couple of months now. So I'm really looking forward to this. And I hope that you will join me because We're going to be talking about a lot of different things, and if you are um, an avid 
listener of this podcast, you'll definitely enjoy the Instagram lives as well. That's really my main announcement. I just wanted to share that. And I'm hoping soon I will bring back my spoken words because I've really been feeling the pull to post spoken word videos in general, like to write more. Really been feeling the pull to do that write a book for sure which I keep putting on the back burner I know I will publish a book someday but the some days you know turn into nevers but I I know I will one day for real um and I really just need to like kick myself in the ass and start writing the book but I've just really been feeling the pull to express myself more through writing and to have people hear my writing Going on a tangent here, sorry for the long introduction, so let's get into the topic of this episode today. I am recording this episode because I know that I need a reminder of this right now, and I know so many people out there definitely need to hear this. The first time I ever heard this, it honestly confused me. I heard this quote years ago, and I genuinely didn't understand it then when someone who I really look up to named Aaron Doty if you don't know him oh my god follow him he puts out YouTube videos like twice a week and he's all about um law of attraction and all about expanding your consciousness becoming more spiritually awake and his videos his content are absolutely amazing he's like he's great people but Anyway, he expanded on what I'm about to say, and it really blew my mind when he said it, and I want to share this message with you guys as well. So the quote that I'm talking about is actually a quote from Buddha, and I think most of us have probably heard this um, at some point in our lives, but it's, desire is the root of all suffering. And... Aaron Doty expanded on this and he talked about how when you want something so badly and this goes for anything you are actually living in a lack mentality because when you want something you're sending out a message to the universe that you don't have this thing whether that's a specific job whether that's to be financially secure, whether that's to have maybe a more poppin' social life, a bigger social circle, that's a romantic relationship. When you hold on to that attachment, you want something so bad to the point where you're constantly thinking about it, you're not embodying that version of you that already has that said thing therefore you're telling the universe I don't have this I lack this and then you attract more of that into your life this is really mind-blowing when you take the time to think about it to be honest with you this is not to say to turn your heart off and to not desire things at all I think at times desire can be a motivator right It's important to know your why for things, why you pursue things in the first place. It's important to be grounded in your message and your purpose. And desire can help you with that. But sometimes it becomes all too consuming to the point where it's your every thought. 
to the point where you become obsessed about when something is going to arrive in your life and then you wonder why it hasn't happened yet. And then we take it a step further and you begin to think something's wrong with you. As be, You think something's wrong with you because you don't have this said thing in your life at this point. And maybe you actually start to get mad at other people. Or you get mad at your higher power, whatever that is for you, whether that's God, the universe, spirit, whatever. And you start to resent them because you feel like, I work so hard for this. Why isn't it showing up? So everything that I just explained is the negative repercussions of desiring something so badly. It's okay to want something, but we can't live in that energy of wanting something because that will literally be our life story our life story will be us just wanting something but not that version of us that has it the number one most important thing of law of attraction in my opinion I think there are two things that are very 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 important if you know nothing else about law of attraction the number one most important thing of law of attraction is it's not about how bad you want it it's about matching the frequency of your desire and it's about embodying that version of you that already has what you desire the embodiment is such an important piece this is where quantum leap quantum leaping comes in this is where jumping timelines comes in because if you can match the energy of what you desire the universe has to present it to you There is no other choice. It has to. It has to match your energy. It has to match your frequency level. But when you try to match the energy of what you desire for some time, but then you get stuck in that lack mentality because you're so obsessed with wanting it and wondering when it's going to arrive, that is what sets you back. And now you're no longer on that timeline with that version of you that has that said thing so like I said if you know nothing else about the law of attraction if you take nothing else away the one thing you need to take away is embodiment become literally becoming the version of you that identity of you with that job that you really want with that relationship that you really want that version of you that has more friends that has the big following on social media and there's there are a lot of ways to do this um which I think I've touched on on previous episodes. If not, I do want to make an episode all about jumping timelines and all about embodiment, like really breaking embodiment down. Like, okay, well, what does that mean? And what does that look like? Because I feel like that's a whole separate episode. And I think that's something that 
a lot of people need to hear. But it's remembering that whatever is of the highest good will happen for you. I do believe we can have literally anything that we desire. I believe we can attract anything in our lives, good or bad. We can even attract things that aren't meant for us. Because we, we are super attractors when we want to be. We can easily attract something that isn't in God's plan. Or something that isn't of our highest good. As long as we are becoming that version of ourselves that already has that said thing, it has to show up. So it's thinking about, okay, let's use... A specific let's use a job as an example because I feel like I need to break this down with an example for it to make more sense so let's say you want a specific job you have to think about okay what does that version of me look like with that job and really break it down into detail what does I'm gonna say she because I'm a female, but again, this is not, obviously this is not like gender specific. What does she look like? What does she think about on a daily basis? What are her habits? What does she do every day? How does she walk? How does she interact with other people? These are all the things that you have to think about. And then be able to visualize that in your mind, that version of you that has that job. Think about the feelings that you would feel if you had that job, how you would act, how your work ethic would be when having that job, what kind of impacts you would make on other people, what would be your conversations with your coworkers on a daily basis, or if you wouldn't be if you are going for more of a um like an entrepreneurial type job like a work from home job where you know you're your own boss how are you showing up every day and it's visualizing that becoming grounded in it and then taking action from that if you want to be a famous youtuber with 1 million subscribers you can't continue to do the things that you've been doing every day for the last 3 years and just hope that it's going to show up for you there is a matter of yes being in flow and surrendering but also taking action I hope this is resonating with somebody so if you want to become a YouTuber, like a full-time YouTuber to the point where you don't have another job, what do you need to do? Of course, there's this aspect of mindset work, but also being consistent on social media, regularly putting out videos, and eventually with that dedication, with that hard work and effort, Your life 
is going to resemble your identity. Does that make sense? So when you take on the identity of a full-time YouTuber, even if you're still working a nine-to-five job, but you take on that identity and you no longer identify as the person with the nine-to-five job that you hate, and you put out the content every day and you are networking with other people and you're doing the mindset work and you're literally thinking, feeling, and becoming the person that is a full-time YouTuber, eventually your life is going to reflect that because you've given spirit, God, no other choice but to reflect that back to you. That is the law of attraction. And so I know I kind of went on a little bit of a tangent, but that's the difference between wanting something and embodying it. Wanting something is not enough. We can desire something so badly, but if we're continuing to do the same things every day, to think the same thoughts, we have the same habits, we talk to people the same way, and our life is like a routine, It doesn't matter how badly we want it, nothing's going to change. This is what I believe for the most part. Occasionally, yes, I do believe miracles happen, but I believe most of the time we attract miracles. So I I think that this is a big wake-up call. And something that I also want to share that has helped me Because sometimes people struggle with figuring out, okay, well, I know I need to have different thoughts and feel different emotions in order to create a new reality, but I don't know how to do that because you might feel like you're lying to yourself. So for example, if you're trying to attract a certain person in your life, certain things that you might tell yourself might feel wrong. Like, it might feel like you're lying to yourself if you just tried to come up with all these affirmations like, this person is thinking about me all the time, this person loves me unconditionally, Um, this person desires me more than anyone else, etc., etc. So what you can do, and again, this could be for any situation, is think about the what-if scenarios. I've noticed this for myself. I have actually practiced this personally and this has been definitely more effective at times. As much as it's nice to have the affirmations, if you don't resonate with your affirmations, your brain is going to dismiss them and say, well, that's not true. And you're not going to get grounded in your own affirmations. So something that you can do is you can play what if scenarios like, What if this person was thinking about me right now in this exact moment? What if I could attract so much money in my life that I would never have to worry about it again? What if a job called me tomorrow and asked me to come in for an interview? And just really play on like the what ifs and you can be as specific as you want and you can literally just think about one situation 
whether it's like a job, whether it's the finances, whether it's relationships, whether it's family, whatever it is, and really play on that and just think about all the like all the positive possible scenarios. Sometimes that's easier to ground in because although you're not you're not making definitive statements you're still getting yourself into this energy like wow this is possible this can happen for me as opposed to just feeling like while I'm lying to myself that's never gonna happen and then it brings on those feelings of guilt shame anger sadness depression and that is very very far away from your manifestation so I always say, um, take what resonates, leave the rest. This whole episode may not resonate for you and that's okay. I hope at least some of it does. And I really do enjoy the idea of playing with the what ifs. And if you guys want an episode on just that specifically like different what if questions you could ask yourself with different situations how you can really play into that let me know and I will definitely drop an episode on that and something to note too is when it comes to raising your vibration and trying to get to that version of you that already has your desire It's not like a a, a once and done deal. I don't think that was the right saying. Like sometimes it's going to take you multiple times before you really feel like you are that version of you that has your desire. Most likely doing it one time It might feel really good in the moment, but it may not bring you your desire because it's a matter of, it's literally creating your identity based off of what you desire and realizing that you can live the life that you've always dreamed of with anything and everything that you desire, grounding that in and also realizing that you're going to have moments when negative thoughts are going to creep in that you're going to feel like it's not possible for you or that the world is out to get you or life is unfair or you're going to struggle with feeling confident and that's okay don't feel like you need to be perfect in every moment and Oh, I I need to always be having positive thoughts and I need to always be feeling good or my manifestation won't arrive. That is also a false narrative. And that's something that puts a lot of pressure on us because we're human and we have emotions. It's realizing that when you do get into those Um, When you do get into that negative thinking process, it's not identifying with it. 
So it's saying, you know what, this is coming up again, acknowledging it, not resenting yourself for it happening, acknowledging it and being like, you know what, this is happening because my mind is trying to keep me safe. This is happening because of limiting beliefs that I've had in the past or because this is scary and uncomfortable for me, but I don't choose that anymore. And I choose this instead. And it's being consistent with any time that that happens, saying, no, you know what? Like, brain, I appreciate you trying to keep me safe, but I'm not doing this anymore. Like, we're cutting the shit now. We're not doing this anymore, and we're choosing something new. I hope this landed with you. Definitely let me know your thoughts. And... I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here with me on my journey of self-discovery, reflection, and sometimes craziness and mental breakdowns, but that's okay. I love you all. If you really connected with this episode, please feel free to send it to someone who you feel like may need to hear it. I think this is a very powerful episode once you're able to truly wrap your head around it. Um, as always, please, please, please share this podcast just so it can get out to as many people as possible that need to hear this message and therefore can begin taking steps to come into their own greatest potential and massively shift their lives and jump timelines. So please feel free to share. It means the absolute world to me. And feel free to connect with me on Instagram at theauthentic.one. I love you all and I'll see you on the next episode.